y'all welcome back i am so excited right now because uh well because i messed up the calendar yet again everybody um i know last week i had promised that we were gonna have a guest this week but i i messed up what i've got going on this week and you know life is busy everybody i think uh I think we all understand that, but you know, to fix uh, that problem, or at least as a solution uh, to the busyness of life, uh, I, I'm I am very proud to bring us our, our our newest sponsor. I think Vance got the word out last week, and now the the sponsors are just lining up uh, to come sponsor our show. So uh, next time your life seems busy, guys, and seems like you're on the go a lot, and you need a you need a way to organize your, your thoughts and your dates. Uh, we are proud to be sponsored by and to bring you uh, information regarding calendars. Yes, that's right, calendars. Do you have something you need to do and you want to make sure you don't forget it like I did? I'd recommend writing it down on a calendar like an adult. Some people have them on their phones. Pretty sure everybody does. Go ahead and check it out. You can write stuff down. You can look at stuff you previously wrote down. You can remember things that are coming up that you might have forgotten about otherwise. Check out calendars. Go get yourself one. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, um, I got a quick one this week, but I do promise, I swear, swear, extra super promise next week. We got a full guest, full show, all that. This week, though, I do kind of want to talk about fireworks. I don't fully... I, I got a couple different things. Like, there, there's the safety aspect, which obviously, you know, exists. There's the there's the fun aspect, which obviously also exists. But then there's also the future that I, I don't know how much longer we're going to continue doing uh, fireworks. If you want to go back many, many years ago, I did, uh, I did an episode on celebrations and I did an episode on... Uh, like holidays, essentially. Both of which I kind of get into a little bit of fireworks, the history of them and whatnot. I'll spare you that now. But instead, I I just want to kind of, like, let's just dive in, guys. Everybody, I'm sure everybody out there has, um, you know, your own opinion on fireworks, obviously. You've, you've probably probably got your own traditions. And look, I, I am all for anything that you want to celebrate. I mean, as long as you're not hurting nobody, which we'll get to later about fireworks because, you know, they do. But as long as you're not hurting nobody, do whatever you want. What, you know, whatever your holiday tradition is or your family gathering or you, you all gather around and, you know, try to remember that time that Gladys accidentally blew up her own wheelchair with an M80 or, you know, whatever whatever it is that you guys do. Go have fun. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But, I mean, are fireworks hurting people? Now, and, and we're going to get into physically actually dangerousness later. But for now, I, I think the main, the main issue I have is location. Because it, if you've got a field, or it, say you've got like some acreage somewhere, you're doing really well for yourself, go have fun. Go blow up whatever you want to blow up. Like, who cares? Like, blow the shit out of whatever the fuck you own. I don't care at all. Nobody does. If, you, if you're on some ranch somewhere and you're far removed, like, this far be it for me to tell you what to do. No one cares. No, you're not hurting anybody. You're not even, you're not even annoying anybody. But that is, I think, kind of the main issue here is how annoying are personal fireworks? So, I mean, it, obviously location is the first main topic here. I mean, again, if you've got a ranch, go have fun. If it's like some organized professional event put put on by like some lake or, you know, some, some I, I don't know, some game, some, some stadium or whatever, that's fine too. It's obviously professionally supervised, and if you live downtown or you live near a stadium, you got to expect loud noises and stuff and all that. I, I guess specifically in a neighborhood, doing anything louder than like you know sparklers and smoke bombs, like that's not hurting. Like if my neighbor was doing a thousand sparklers right now, I wouldn't even know. 
You know what I mean? Like, literally, your neighbor could be setting off a hundred smoke bombs. Nobody, they don't even make a noise. It's just, it's just smoke. It's just, that's fine. Clearly, it's not even a safety hazard. It's not even annoying. But the level of noise, at what point is that something that we need to be talking about? At what point is the level of noise something that truly is an issue? Because, like, look, I, I'll be honest, man, on, like, the Tuesday before July 4th, I mean, it was technically, like, maybe July 1st. Might have even still been, like, Maybe still June. Doesn't matter. Look at the calendar. Hey, guys, calendars. Check them out. Go get yourself one. They got pictures of, like, cats and shit on them. Get yourself a calendar. I think it was, like, Tuesday before, so it might have still been June. Point is, it's, like, 1130 at night, and people are doing, like, the loud, explosive ones. I, I, I realize I sound old. I realize I sound like, like the boomer dad right now or whatever, but, like, that's too much, man. I'm sorry, but that that is too much. You can't be doing this at basically midnight giant loud explosive noise on a tuesday in a residential neighborhood again location matters i I think and here's here's the i think if you take it away from housing that's level one you know like if you're nowhere near where people are sleeping then go for it but also timing i mean if it's noon i think it's a much different thing now, when I had a newborn newborn and they would have been napping during noon, if that would have woke them up, I'd have been pissed off. But also, that is that is admittedly a very smaller, a much smaller slice of the population as opposed to people that are trying to sleep, which is just about everybody at noon on a, or at midnight on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, even if you don't have kids out there, you're still probably sleeping on a Tuesday right around midnight. Your kids certainly are. Even if they're 14, they're probably still asleep by Tuesday, by, by midnight on a Tuesday. That's the issue is... is you are impeding on, you know, my sleep, my not privacy. You know, that's a bit, that's a, that's a stretch too far, I admit. But you're kind of being a jerk is, is what you're doing. You, if you are keeping awake tens, if not more, may, maybe a hundred. I can't imagine they're that loud. The sound doesn't travel that far. But you, you are truly impeding upon dozens of people. You really, you genuinely are. So is that okay moving forward? Now, if you take it to the park, is that okay? I mean, obviously, there's the fire safety thing, which matters. I mean, you know, clearly that matters too. But but beyond the fire safety thing, you're still kind of close to people. Like, people still live near parks and whatnot. So I I can't say that I recommend this because I don't know that it's safe. Much like my opinions and other things I used to do back pre-kids, I can't recommend necessarily any of them because they're not necessarily safe. Especially because you don't know where you're getting half that shit from. So whatever. But even fireworks, you don't know where you're getting half that shit from. Sure, you bought them from Steve down the street, but where did Steve get them? And he got them from somebody that got them from some factory that's probably not even in America. So, like, that's a whole separate thing, too. What we used to do, and what I'm trying my best to remember how much fun it was and how I probably wouldn't have listened to anybody at age 16, 17. I mean, Vance and I have told the story. We would go to the, the school by his house, to the parking lot of the school. And it was a large, I think it was a junior high it might have been an elementary. It doesn't matter. But it was a large, big old parking lot. So, like, safety, no issue. It's all cement for, for you know, hundreds of yards wide. It's fine. That's, you know, it, it, it fit thousands of cars. Eh, hundreds. doesn't matter. Point is, it was well wide enough that nothing was going to catch fire. So, that's issue one. The safety, nothing's going to catch fire. Everybody, that's fine. We were still in a neighborhood, but it was kind of on the backside. Uh, admittedly, we probably still annoyed a few people. But, again, not like I was, like I was outside. Not like I, there was right down the street. I mean, literally, like... You know, if my neighbors are doing it, I can hear it. If your neighbors are, if you're doing it, your neighbors can. If you're just out in your driveway, your neighbors can hear, you know, M80s and black cats aren't that bad, but like certainly mortar shells, anything that shoots way high up in the sky. That 
I think you have to be at least at somewhat of a respectable distance away from people. Now, what that distance is, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to get into the physics of how far sound can travel and if it's windy and all the things. Like, just, yeah, I think that has to be just something that we all collectively agree is required. You have to have uh, some amount of space away from other people. Now, the second part of this is, it, I mean, it, it has to be said, and I hate hearing myself say it. I hated writing it down. I'm looking at it right now and it is so hard for me to say this out loud, but the safety of your neighbor's property has to be taken into account. And here's why. (laughs) I will will tell you why. I think we told the story once before as well, but just go with me. This, the year is 2001, let's say. I'm like 15-ish, so yeah, it's give or take that. I can't drive, I think Vance can. And for some reason I rode with him to a beautiful city of Rosebud, Texas. Now, why I went with Vance to Rosebud, Texas to visit his grandmother on July 4th, like, I, I have no idea. I'm truly, like, I am, I'm, conf- looking back, I cannot, for the life of me, figure out why I would have ever either volunteered or accepted an offer. Why would Vance even have offered? Why, why were we there? Why was I at his grandmother's house when I'm 15 for 4th of July? No idea, but that's the setting of our story, so here we go. We are outside uh, of his grandmother's house, and it's, a, you know, it's obviously a rural town. It's Rosebud, Texas. Not a ton of folk there. So, I mean, the, the houses are much further away from each other than, you know, the neighborhood I live in now, and likely most any, any neighborhood built pre... or built post like 1990 the houses are a lot closer and if you're in a suburban area you, you get it. you get what i'm saying these houses probably had you know uh, maybe a hundred feet between them i mean it, it, probably less but a good expanse like we could throw football between the houses easily with plenty of space for the baseball plenty of space to spare plenty of room i mean not like acreages per lot but like maybe a quarter acre a lot i don't even know how many feet an acre is so don't take my word for that but let's say 75 feet from one house to the other and genuinely it was definitely 50 probably more is why i can say 75 but there's good space but still you are more or less right next to your neighbors like you know i, I could hit it with a baseball if i really really tried maybe i don't know i haven't done baseball in a while. you get the point we're playing with fireworks no big deal one of the neighbor kids comes out the house is actually right next door to Vance's grandmother's house. And he comes out, and he had a couple of black cats or something, so he starts playing with us. We start playing, you know, we're all just doing fireworks in the street, as kids do when, you know, 14, 15, 16, whatever. Well, we used to play a game. This is <laughs> this is not smart either. I don't recommend it at all. But we used to play a game uh, with the, the, the giant shoot-up-in-the-air mortar shells. For anybody listening, it's, it's the cardboard tube. You set it on the ground. You light the fuse. You drop it in the top and then run away, and it shoots like a you know like a mortar, like a much like a, imagine. It, I can't imagine anybody doesn't know what a mortar shell is, but just in case you don't, imagine a tank that's faced straight up. You know what I mean? Like the ta- like the the tube, the actual angle of the tank is straight up, and it shoots firework, and that's you know it's cool. They go up 50, 60 feet in the air, maybe higher. They explode a big old ball of you know all the sparky, flamey things. It's all very fun. So what we would do is we'd light the fuse, and then <laughs> we would just start running and jumping over it. I jump over it, then Vance jumps over it, then this other kid, I forget his name, jumps over it, then I jump again, then Vance jumps again. And eventually it shoots, you know, eventually it shoots. Eventually it flies out. Now, what you're hoping to be is not the guy that's caught jumping over it as it shoots. And it literally busts you in the ass, literally catches your ass on fire is the downside of this game. And what's oddly enough, nobody ever got hit. I mean, we, we'd played this before, and nobody ever got hit. Because, I mean, you know, the amount of time that it's my turn, 
is maybe eight seconds. The amount of time that I'm actually in the danger zone of this mortar shell firing is like less than one. So, I mean, it takes me eight seconds and it takes you eight seconds. I mean, in the 15, 20 seconds that it takes to for the fuse to light and for the mortar shell to blow up, maybe 30 seconds total, maybe, probably less. Maybe two seconds of that is actually danger zone. So the odds are no one's gonna get hurt. Nobody ever did, ever. I mean, we've done this many, many times. Well, in this particular scenario, it did. It actually, it, it clipped me, or I clipped the tube, maybe? Either way, the the actual mortar shell ended up being shot directly at Vance's grandmother's neighbor's house. Now, it flew over and caught the bushes on fire. The bushes that are touching the house. I mean, might as well, you know, they're right, right next to the front of the house, and they're now on fire. We had to run over, we had some water bottles, hit the neighbor kid. Thankfully, it was the neighbor kid who we were playing with. It was his house, and he grabbed the hose, you know, where the hose was. Like, we, we put it all out, it was fine. We stomped on it, did all the things. But that could have been a much worse problem. If that neighbor kid wasn't with us and he didn't know where the hose was, it would have been a lot bigger issue for us to try and stamp out. And now let's imagine that it didn't hit a bush. Now let's imagine that it hit the front door or burst through a window or, or hit a car. Or like the, I hate saying this. The dangers of fireworks in residential neighborhoods, at least ones that you know fly up in the air and do genuinely real explosions, is is it too much? Are, are we getting there as a society? And again, I'm sorry for, for if, my, if my younger self heard me, he would be so disappointed. And I'm sorry for doing it. I, I'm sorry for taking this stance. It's not one that I'm proud of, but it's one that I have to admit, if the neighbor kids set my house on fire, like that's a problem. <laughs> like that's not, this isn't some hot take. Who's stoked to have their house on fire? Obviously this is not something that needs to be like, this is a very obvious, very clear distinction that doesn't even need to be made. It, it's It's so... It's so basic that I, I, I'm I'm just hesitating to even go forward because I'm certain that everybody agrees, but at the same time, fireworks are fun. Like, we used to have Roman candle wars, as everybody does, and that was on, thankfully, a buddy of mine, Russell, had space, or his parents had space, had land. And, you know, so I'll go back to my first point. It doesn't matter. If you have land, do whatever you want to do. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you got shotguns and you're, you know, filling shotguns with mortar shells and do, like, do whatever you... I don't care. You're not affecting anybody else. But that's the crux of all of this. How much are you affecting other people with your actions? And, and if your actions are affecting other people, then I, I think we have to discuss it, at least take a step towards the right direction. And oddly enough, this year my neighborhood declared no fireworks. You can only do smoke bombs and sparklers and basically nothing that leaves the ground, nothing that's loud. And of course, everybody still bought them and everybody's still like, I, I think I've told the story before as well, my neighborhood growing up, uh, you weren't allowed fireworks either. Because it was Texas, and you can, you know, every, you, you light a cigarette with a match, and you're going to burn down half the state. Like, the, Texas is dry, man. And back then, it was dry, too. And my dad would still take my friends, my brother and I, Vance included, and we would go do fireworks, technically, illegally. You know, whatever you want to say, but we would. Now, we would leave the neighborhood, and I, as I'm sure all of your neighborhoods had, we would go to the water treatment plant on the edge of the neighborhood and go to the parking lot there, which, uh, you know, obviously you can find some replacement, again, be it a, a school or some large parking cement structure has to be, I think, is required if you're going to do real fireworks. Doing them in the street is not enough. That's just, I'm, I hate myself saying it, but I'm just going to say it. that's not enough space. And we used to do it in the street all the time. You know, when I, when I had my first houses and in Waco and, and when I wasn't living with my parents, we would do it in the street. And it's just, it's just so unsafe, incredibly unsafe. But I used to do it all the time. And anyway, so this year it is illegal to do those kind of things. And people still did them. You know, and I'm not even mad at those people for still doing them. But don't do them on my street. 
Don't do them where, I mean, this is, everybody is asleep. It's Tuesday, it's midnight, we're all asleep. Now, what's what's beautiful is that uh, the Facebook group or the, oh, dang it, I'm not going to get the next door neighbors, neighbors next door, some, some website-y app thing where, you know, communities get together. People put on such a bitch fest. Every every Karen and every whatever the male Karen is Connor I don't know every every one of these people got on there and ripped whoever the, the, the whoever's doing this is such and such and rude and all the people are just mean and we all have kids and blah and like look I get it. it the neighborhood I live in is so clearly residential it's so yuppie we're all just old parents with kids you can't do that here man you just you just can't do it here it's not it's truly not fair. In the same way that you can't drive around, you know, with your with your windows down, bumping bass at midnight, like loud bass, you can't do that either. Now, the difference is, I mean, car engines are loud. That's just a thing. Even just a standard engine. Now, certainly if you modify your truck and jack it up, and that's fine. You know, I'm not even mad at you for that. As long as you do it within reason. If it's around noonish, that's fine. But I still don't think you should be able to do that at midnight, even if it's just an engine. But I get, like, sound is it's so hard to regulate noise i mean i know there are noise ordinances everywhere but it is so it's it's so hard to regulate because everybody makes some noise so it it is just a matter of degree that's all we're discussing it's all we're trying to nail down is just what degree are you allowed to continue doing whatever it is you're doing if it's loud so i think again it's location it's and then of course the second one is timing but also it's what is the event because, and I hesitate to say that I'm against fireworks altogether now because of this. Because I can't, I can't say that. But we went to the Colorado Rapids game uh, on July 4th. They played the Austin team. Austin won. Hey, for anybody that gives a shit. We stayed after the game. Game ended at 9 o'clock. We stayed after to do to watch the fireworks. Fireworks started at 9.30, let's say, give or take. They were fun. They were pretty. They were oohs and ahs. And my kids loved them. And, you know, that's the point. My kids loved them. And obviously, fireworks aren't necessarily for adults. I mean, they are. But, you know, they're for kids. I get that. That's the fun. I had way more fun with them as a kid than I do now. Obviously, as you can tell by the last 10 minutes of this bullshit, I'm not a huge fan anymore. (laughs) But my kids loved it. We had a blast. Issue is, even though this was a professionally set up thing in in a professional soccer organization's stadium and all the money behind it and all the people and all the engineers and everybody had it all set up, Something went wrong. Everybody's safe, but one of the exits to the parking lot was now blocked because of this. So now the fireworks show is over, you know, well before 10 o'clock, but now we can't leave. Literally, there are tens of thousands of people at the stadium, even more so that showed up just for the fireworks. And that probably doesn't help the situation either, but we are stuck. It's now 10 o'clock, I'm in the car with my kids, the game is over, the fireworks are over, it's time to go home but we can't leave. We can't even back out of our space because there are cars in line in front of us. You can't even move your car. Literally, you cannot move. We are stuck in the parking lot with two small kids after an event where everybody, like, you know, I'm not drunk because I got to drive home, but I've had two beers. I'm ready to go pass out. The rest of the crowd has had more than that, as you can just tell by the language being screamed outside of car windows. (laughs) at, at, At Who are you even screaming at? Who are you? Like, that, I, I couldn't figure out why, much like when you're in traffic on the highway, why are you honking? Who are you honking? Like, what good do you think you're doing? But I understand this, this transcends logic. You're just angry and you're just honking and screaming. And wow, are they screaming? But anyways, we didn't get out 
it, literally, we didn't leave the parking lot until like 11.45. It, we sat for almost two hours, just sat in a car, idling, wasting gas and, <laughs> and eating every snack we had to eat and every leftover thing we could find because we're just bored. You're just, you're just stuck. So that also kind of, it kind of turns me off to the whole large scale public thing, but that's not fair. I admit that's a one-off scenario. We've had plenty of others that, were, that went really well. We went to the Rockies one many years ago and it was much smoother. So I mean, this, that's not fair uh, to, 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 to discredit the entire concept of fireworks for just that. I mean, I get that, but fine, fine. But here's where, here's where I'm gonna go with this and I don't necessarily have a landing spot, but there's, there's two issues that I see potentially fireworks are gonna be regulated harsher and harsher moving forward. And maybe not, you know, but, but here's, here's why I say this. Um, in 2018, there were over 1,900 structure fires and over 500 vehicle fires. This is according to uh, Firework Fires and Injuries uh, on the NFPA website. There's also plenty of others that back this up, but that's the main one I found. The Chicago Sun-Times as well. In fact, a lot of times. In fact, most cities have it. Anyways, that's a lot of property damage, man. 1,900 structure fires, 500 cars were messed up. 46 civilian inju injuries in just 2018. It cost over $105 million of property damage. $100 million of damage just so you to go, wee, pow, 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 yabba, yabba. That is ridiculous, man. That, that is that's honestly absolutely insane. And then if you go to last year, uh, this is... This is in fire, firework injuries in the United States are up over 25% in the past 15 years. Why, might you ask? Because they're getting bigger. They're, they're getting bigger. Now, I can't find a lot of stats on the size of fireworks, but the average price of fireworks has gone up a ton. Now, could that be inflation? Maybe. But honestly, just... Just on my anecdotal evidence, because I mean, we buy fireworks every year, and I'm probably going to continue to. I'm not telling you you shouldn't. I'm not saying these should be illegal, but just maybe something we should start thinking about more than we ever have, because I don't feel like we've ever really thought about it as a species. We just kind of do it, and it's fun. But they are getting massive. I remember the first time we ever got like a 32-shot Big Banger box, or whatever the hell they called it, whatever dumb little name they had. It was it lasted like a minute and a half, and it was like, wow, crazy. They sold ones now that guaranteed to last at least five minutes. Five minutes. These things are huge. I mean, they are, you know, they're not the size of a truck bed, but they're, I mean, they are multiple feet in diameter, or I guess, is that how do you come, circumference? Whatever a square's diameter is. I don't know if that's how that works. I'm not smart. You know this. They are multiple feet wide, man. Multiple feet wide. That is insane. That, I mean, that is, it's most likely more explosives than was ever used in wars back in the day. Like the Civil War, like you had to pack powder and shit. And obviously, I don't know anything about that shit, but like the, the amount of gunpowder that are in these like 82 shot, five minute bangerangers that guaranteed was more than a musket ball used to be fired out of. Like people used to murder with way less than they're using just for fun now. Just entertainment alone is using more pounds per square inch of explosive than we used to use in war. Like what the fuck is going on? I'm sorry, but like, that is insane. If you just take it on face value, it is insane that we do this all just for fun. Just in the name of woo. Like, it's really, it's absurd, y'all. Like, it's absolutely absurd what we're risking. And when you stop and think about the true risks, when a slight miscalculation, say the tube tips over, say the packaging was just slightly off, say they accidentally used slightly too much, everything goes wrong. 
Everything. I mean, you, you can, and I'm not even talking about like losing fingers, okay? Like everybody has that story. Everybody knows the uncle or aunt or, you know, whatever. Like my buddy Jack was just showing me pictures actually of one year when he lit, he lit, he accidentally lit an entire pack of sparklers on fire. So it was essentially, it was a grenade and it messed his hand up something fierce and you could see it in the pictures. That's insane. But I'm not talking about personal damage. You're responsible for yourself. If you hurt yourself doing whatever you want to do, I don't care. That's up to you. You're allowed to do it. You're an American, goddammit. You can blow your fingers off if you want to, son. You know what I'm saying? You can blow them off if you want to, son. But you can hurt somebody else very easily. You can you can damage their property, very expensive property, very easily. I mean, if you accidentally get it under a car, that could be a huge issue. If that car had the tiniest oil leak. That's a huge issue. Some of these are strong enough to break glass. I assume they're strong enough to break glass. Even if not, even if it just lands by the door, most doors are wood. Most houses have wood siding. They, you land on a roof, it's done. I mean, it's just it, it, the issue with these are growing. Every year, there's more and more damage. Every year, there's more and more property damage and human damage. Like it is literally, you can't stop it. You know what I mean? Like, it's only going to grow. They're only going to push the limit. They're only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger because that's human nature. And I'm not even mad at anybody for that. But the issue is the responsibility piece. Are, are, are we as humans responsible enough to be allowed these things? And I know after having done the, uh, the gun episode, I got some feedback. And there's probably plenty of people out there that are pro gun and pro personal responsibility and that's fine if you're a responsible gun owner as my co-host Vance is never shot nobody never took it to public he keeps them locked he's got them you know registered that's fine you know that's fine if you want to be that kind of a gun owner that's fine so if you want to be that kind of a of a firework person I think that's fine too but the issue is like I remember buying fireworks as like a 14 year old they didn't ID me they didn't ask they didn't care they're just trying to sell them like you're handing explosives to children like, and I, again, I had so much fun with them as kids. And, and if, when my kids go off to do this shit, I will likely lecture them and then let them go. Cause what are you going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to physically stop them from doing the things that I did when I was a kid. Cause it was fun. But should I, should you, should we, should all of us? Cause like I, I loved football as a kid. I mean, we, we've talked about it many times. I've had numerous concussions, likely in the double digits, seven, no, six confirmed for sure. Doctors many many more times that I was knocked out for for seconds if not longer maybe up to upwards of a minute I was unconscious fully unconscious and just then eventually came to and went about my business mostly from football once from basketball doesn't matter point is football is fun I had a lot of fun doing it should I let my kids play I don't know and it's it's something that I'm truly grappling with moving forward because I don't know where's the line because I mean all fun costs something all fun is going to cost you as the person trying to achieve the fun something that's just that is just life you can't there's no such thing as free fun there's no such free thing as free anything but fun costs you you know beer or any alcohol their hangovers exist you smoke cigarettes you, you, it's gonna it's gonna kill you as i'm finding out that now my lungs still hurt and i i haven't smoked in weeks and i still just every now and again feel my lungs twinge because i smoked way way too many cigarettes all other drugs have their own downsides. Everybody knows that. Nobody out there is thinking like, oh man, this heroin sounds great. Like, you know exactly what you're getting into if you're going to be that. Like, if you're going to do that, you know the risks. Fucking don't do it. But you know the risks. Why is the why is the line at explosives different? <laughs> you know, like, we, we, you can't buy a beer unless you're 21. You can't buy a cigarette unless you're 21. 
Why can you buy gigantic explosives? Why can you buy gigantic incendiary devices with... I mean, there's no background check, that's for sure. I don't remember ever being ID'd. Like, I'd guess if like a nine-year-old walks in, they'd maybe ID him, but that's about it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't understand moving forward the idea that it's not going to slow down. Moving forward is going to get bigger and bigger, and the injuries are going to be more prone, and the damage is going to be heavier, and it's just going to get worse. I drew, I truly think it will. I'm not saying we make them illegal. I'm not necessarily saying that, that we do anything to, you know, to, to curtail them, but maybe just slow the growth of the physical asset itself. You know, like you, you don't need five minutes, and maybe you do. I don't know. Like I can't, I can't tell you you're wrong. But here's my hope for the future. And I'm certain that, that, that not everyone's going to be on the same page here, but just go with me. These drone light shows are far more amazing. They're truly, they are mind-blowing. Some of the, if, if you Google them or whatever, I've never seen one in person, but I would imagine I would prefer that more. There's way less danger, and there's way more coordination required. What they're capable of pulling off, I mean, some of these are like actual human beings look like they're walking, and actual animals, like an eagle looked like it was flying, flapping its wings. Like, I'd argue that a bald eagle flapping its wings is far more American than just somebody blowing some shit up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think if we're gonna go with just like, you know, if we're just talking about what's in the zeitgeist of the American culture, the eagle is far better than just a you know what I mean? Like, it's. Uh, it's obviously a sign uh, of the American, like, that, that is what we're trying to do. And I think we've co-opted the concept of freedom with the concept of pew, 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 I'm free to go. Pew, 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 and that's where we're at. And that we've been doing it for so long, we don't even question it. And I'm not saying that we should stop it again, obviously, but I think these drone shows, these, these drone experiences, I'm hoping will get more and more popular and just better. You can see more colors, they're reusable, and there's no danger. Every year, and I saw it this year, every year there's at least one fireworks show where accidentally all of them explode at the same time. Or firework warehouses accidentally catch fire. And then it's quite literally military-sized, military-grade explosions are going off because there's, I don't know, however many pounds of explosive devices. Like, the ones where it's the, the fireworks shop gets caught on fire that's insane that that is that's the scariest if you're anywhere near that you literally could die from that but even the professional ones where like you're sitting across the lake from these giant explosions and accidentally everything explodes i've seen little bits still fly i mean at that point it when, when the massive explosion the sum of all of these parts that are supposed to be set off slowly and every 30 seconds you hit that one and then another minute you hit that one you know like if they all go off at once that is truly a huge explosion it is so unsafe for anybody nearby whereas a drone experience even if all the drones fall out the sky they're not going to catch anything on fire you know they might they might hurt if it bounces off your face it might break a windshield if it lands on it but it's not going to catch it on fire like the issue with fire is just that it's it, there's a chain reaction there's a domino effect you accidentally catch one car you accidentally catch one house that can spread a whole bunch of drones fall out the sky it'll cause damage for a second and then it's over. Now you just gotta clean and you know, repair and pay people back. Fire, now there's an ongoing problem that, that, that literally grows with every second. You catch a field, you catch, you, you catch a home, you catch a fucking school, like, you know. And I'm not saying that you should be doing them near schools, but we did, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, is we used to go to the parking lot school because that was just the safest place or that was the only place we had it, you know, whatever. Like, if you have your own space, 
do whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't care, obviously. Do whatever you want. Blow up whatever you want. You catch your own house on fire. I don't care. But if you're next door to somebody, now you're not only keeping me awake, but you're risking my property. Like, And I know that the, the main point of view shift here is that I used to be the one doing it and having fun and not worrying about other people's shit. Now I'm the one that has shit and I'm worrying about other people doing it. So I admit, I know, I know that this is, I, I am a hypocrite and I'm old and I'm a boomer. I admit all of this, but I just don't see the future of fireworks. It's not going to slow down and I don't see it getting safer. We're, we're not implementing any like, you know, safety checks. We're not implementing any backstops to any of this. So I, I'm, I am hopeful that with maybe even like augmented reality or VR glasses, we can do something with that. Like I, I'm hoping it, it transcends the physical fire explosive into a more electronic light bulb. You can you can craft so much more. The it's so it, it's limitless. If we're doing the drone thing, it's limitless. We're going to be able to create entire cityscapes in the sky. You, I mean, you could technically recreate somebody, you, you could use a drone, you know, hundreds of drones to make a person look like they're lighting fireworks and make it look like the fireworks are exploding just based on how they blink and how they move and the, the rhythmic structured event that can be a drone show as opposed to the, I mean, just the dice roll that is fireworks. And look, they're, again, they're amazing. I can't tell you not to do them. I can't tell you I didn't enjoy it, you know, for a minute. They, honestly, they get kind of old. They're very repetitive. And that's another thing. They, they're... I think we've reached the pinnacle of what we're capable of doing with fireworks. There's not much out like there's ones that shoot like you shoot up one thing and it explodes into ten things, and each one of those ten things explodes into another ten thing, and the entire sky is covered and it's awesome. But that's it. Like that's that's the end, man. Like we're we're good. We're done. We've done it. It's over. Hopefully, we can collectively realize that and move into a future where, you know, the 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 drone thing just is, or maybe something even better. Who knows? Something with augmented reality where we're all wearing glasses and you can see a thing that's not really there. Who knows? But I think the safer bet and the more interesting bet is on the technological future of this and less fire pew pew pew. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I promise, promise, promise. Next week we got a real guest, real quiz, real topics, all the things, all the shebangs, all the pew, 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 pew you could ever want. Thank you for listening. I love you. See you next time.